Com. Yo, Pog? <laughs> really? Yo, oh my god. Yeah, That's, your intro. That's your whole intro, John? Yeah, it's John. me, the white elephant. Yeah, you want to know oh why my god. I'm white? It's because I'm covered in... Oh my god, it's Welcome the to the white elephant. elephant. Wow. Is it anomalous? Oh my god. What? The cum, what? is it anomalous? Is it, is it anomalous? Yes, the cum. Actually, Yo. I'm the anomalous one. The cum, oh it's just from me. I'm sorry. Come uh, is it, it's is really this, more of a fashion statement. Is this the yearly tradition where we all write each other bad fan fictions and read them together out loud, but this time featuring special guests? Must yeah. Be. Oh my god, who are oh our my special god. guests? What? Introduce yourselves. Introduce Why? yourself. I shall get. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> You're right, man. Why are we even here? I'm. I'm yeah, out of here. What am I doing? Right. That's right, fuckers. We got we got Nick and Sean on on the Zencaster Fotis recording. <gasps> yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. All right. For for those of you, who I'm actually not Sean. I'm the white elephant, as previously stated. Right. Yeah, the white elephant. Yeah. All right. So, go ahead, Michael. So, for those of you who haven't been listening to us for a long time every year we like to do this thing called the white elephant we all get together and we all write each other really bad fan fiction and then we read them together out loud we had quite a few uh amazing fan fictions last year like a succulent love which has gone on record as being one of our new highlights on our fan fiction read panels and we also have had the death star 3 uh palpatine euthanizes the ewoks on home video and of course who could forget Olaf and his seven-foot-long mega-dong, along with Lady D from Resident Evil, and of course, the League of Super Fanons. But this year, things are going to be a little different. You see, we've decided, and by we, I mean I, have decided that we are not going to be repeating any themes from the previous year. So, unfortunately, the League of Super Fanons will have to wait until next year, or whenever Sergio feels like he is ready to write another one. But we, we've come up so, with some crazy bangers this year. I have not looked at any of them except for mine. And of course, our guests have no idea what they're in store for. So we hope that you enjoy. We've already asked them to go ahead and pick random numbers to fan fictions. And of course, we're going to be starting off with Kybert. So Kybert, why don't you introduce your white elephant? Yeah, I'll post the link in the chat so you I'm guys scared. can actually like access it. Yeah. So uh my fan fiction is called Spider-Man and his amazing friends save the holidays, modeled after uh Spider-Man and his amazing friends from the eighties. My I'm favorite. I'm glad you remember this cartoon. I've never that's seen it, fa- but I discovered that's it your on favorite? Wikipedia. It's my favorite. Really? It's What's so it? unhinged. It's got Iceman. Do you <laughs> like Iceman? Iceman? I hate Iceman because I hate Iceman because he's among us. I'm I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Damn. I can't believe you. Are you Iceman? Is that why you're hurt? I need to know something. (laughs) No, I just like second cut of a download. Why is amazing? (laughs) Oh, hold on. Somebody's knocking at my door. Watch things I've seen. What is that Z? Yeah, the Z the Z in Amazing is kind of a manlet. No, it's not even a manlet. It's just like skinny dick. <laughs> We're talking about the font right now. 
skinny dick. Yeah, I'm docking. Focus on visual elements. I'm docking point six points on the skinny dick Z for this fan fiction. <laughs> like fucking pencil dick what? Peter over here. Holy the, the shit. Z, the, the Nick claims that the Z in Amazing has skinny dick issues. It's pencil dick <laughs> Peter. Pencil dick Peter. I'm going to say that right. Is he gonna yeah, be across you can, the spider like, you, can, you, can, you can say many things as long as it's not slurs and it's not you ejaculating mid-recording. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, he broke the rules. We gotta stop. No! Hey, that's, oh, that is not what Nick sounds like when he comes. How do you I mean, know? We've both broken the rules on our first episode. <laughs> this is Nick's third episode. Try again. This is Nick's oh, like fourth or fifth episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's gotten around. I forgot how old he is. How old and Nick, decrepit. Nick has gotten around. I'm 23, dude. That's how old I've been around for. Although I think I think Sean has been on more recordings than Nick at this point. I yeah, think he has. Which, which just means that Nick needs to be on more recordings because he's a, he's an innocent little kitten. I don't do anything. You can ask me whatever you want. <laughs> you don't do anything the same way nothing happened in Germany between the years of 1939 to are you I don't saying know. I caused I the Holocaust? What, what, what stopped after <laughs> oh, 1943? No. The war went on for two more years, buddy. Yeah, what the? Is this is this part of the fan fiction? Yeah, this no. is all part of the fan. This fiction. is not it's part of the fan fic. Is this the fan fiction where Peter discovers the Holocaust? No, all right, unfortunately. All right, all right, all right, all right, the only fan right, fiction here gonna... is the Holocaust itself. Ha! I don't actually believe that. All right, I, I, I think that do it. Jake should play Peter Parker. I, I think it's a role that he was born for. I, I was going to suggest he should play Iceman since he doesn't like Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let me be clear. I like Iceman. There's something else that I don't like about him. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of that in here, too. Will we ever oh. find out where the Iceman drama lies? Tune but, in next time. Um, I agree. I think Jake should be good old Peter Parker. Um, okay. And I think Sergio should be Angelica Jones, aka Oh, what a Firestar. surprise. <laughs> can we can we have Sean Saxon as Bobby Drake? Yes. I don't know yes. who that is, but sure. Iceman. 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 I'm Iceman. Ice that role. Where do I get these? Uh it's in the tank. It's oh, it's, it's right yeah, there. I, I put it there. It's right there. Right Thanks. That's there. really helpful. This and I think right fan fiction, you can't read the link. What the fuck? Well technically Sean Saxon is a is a prestigious SCP collaborator oh, and entertainer yeah. and not a fan fiction anything. True. Unless you count his other podcast that I doesn't write fan fiction. That's true. That is true. But I you don't produce it for you you don't produce it for uh profit uh, for profit which <laughs> that is do. true that is accurate <laughs> we've profited so much off of off of fan fiction in our in our years we've, we've almost made like 30 40 dollars oh 40 okay damn damn up in the 40 dollars i feel like i feel like the zencaster ads have been paying more recently it, it's almost like we're getting more views recently <gasps> it's probably because the whole darts and party part nine has two ads and has 50 plays right now jesus christ Maybe we can add ads back. Maybe we can add the ads back. I think we should. I I think what we should add is us reading this fan fiction. Yes, we should do that. Yes. Okay. I still have more parts to divvy up. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I think Nick should be the manager when he appears later in the story, Mm -hmm. and I think 
Mr. Equinox Doodles should be Karen. Mrs. Karen Crunkworth. All right. Okay. Crunkworth. And I'll be the daughter (laughs) that shows up later. Okay. I assume I am narrating. Yes. Karen Crunkworth. Karen Crunkworth. Kind of jealous. Are we ready to begin? Yes. Go ahead. All right. Spider-Man and his amazing friends save the holidays! Sorry I'm late. Peter Parker called as he swung open the door to Cosmo Cash, the coffee place where he worked with his amazing friends. Angelica Jones and Bobby Drake, snowflakes drifted inside behind him. A few customers rubbed together their hands to combat the cold draft. Peter left in his wake. He dashed behind the counter and looped his apron around his hips to join his comrades in fending off the morning rush. What took you so long? (laughs) Bobby said as he finished smoking a 20-pack of cigarettes and churned out iced coffee after iced coffee, giving generous (laughs) amounts of whipped cream and syrups to people standing in zombified pre-work stupors. Bobby's amazing ice powers came in handy in the wee hours, since the machines often could not be bothered to wake the fuck up. All right, my first question, as someone who's seen the show, Kai, do they work in a coffee shop, or is this just for the fan fiction? <laughs> no, this is just for the fanfic. All right. It's, it's supposed to be Starbucks, hence okay. Cosmo Cash, Starbucks. I see. Uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. clever. I see. You're Thank smarter you. than me. You're Got into a bit of a jam with some chuds on the way here. Peter replied with a grin. He wanted to recount how he shot his webs around some robbers and then clapped their heads together like a pair of ass cheeks. Hard enough to concuss. Do you what? mean the blow or the ass cheeks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Yes. But even though the customers were locked in a state of confusion without their caffeine fix, he could never be too careful about discussing his secret identity in public. After all, he was literally the most famous person in all of New York, and he may not be able to live down working inside of a Cosmo Cash. That's what you always say. <laughs> Bobby replied in mock disappointment. Kai, I have a complaint about your fan fiction already. What's wrong with it? Um, if we want to go on the lore of the comic books, Peter Parker never oh. worked in a coffee shop. However, <laughs> Ben Riley did. And this the fact is that my you mixed lore, this up. Okay? The fact that you mixed that up is disgusting and you should be ashamed. I didn't. I'm, it's literally. I did. No. I didn't know. I don't care about that. They work in a coffee shop because that's the that's the Christmassy part of it, okay? <laughs> what? That's the thing. You gotta wait. You gotta Remember wait. Remember using your there. mom to talk and still like only drink coffee boy. during Christmas time. No, you always gotta true. wait to get there. You gotta wait. <laughs> it's, it's always true. Line. It's, it's always true. Jacob, either speak or use your mouth. I'm gonna make you suck me, boy. I'm trying to, but everyone keeps talking over me. It's me, Iceman. It's always true. The criminals in this city just don't rest for anything. They should be normal people and calm their tits until after rush hour. (laughs) Peter. Angelica shouted. She held up one of the infamous Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays red trademark paper cups. A tiny flame sprouted from her palm to warm the bottom gently. Just enough to get the coffee nice and hot, but not enough to scorch the bottom. Watch your language around the boomers, please. (laughs) At the word, boomers, 
The Cosmo Cash door was kicked open, and a tiny wasp-ish woman with a platinum blonde bob rushed in, her wildly expensive hot pink coat swaying with an invisible breeze. Peter, Bobby, and Angelica stopped dead in the middle of their coffee preparation. The previously exhausted patrons looked suddenly awake and shell-shocked. Their eyes widened. As the woman pushed through other customers to the counter, Peter spied her clothes and name tag. She had on matching hot pink scrubs and crocs, and her name tag read R.N. Karen Crunkworth. Karen cut to the front of the line, pushing aside a man who was patiently awaiting his iced frap from Bobby. He turned to her, glaring violently and sputtering in the most stereotypical New Yorkian accent. Hey! Watch it! That was my spot! Her neck clicked rhythmically in an exorcist sort of way as she turned to face him. What did you say to me, mister? I said that was my spot. A wide grin appeared on her face, her lipstick crackling with the contortion of her lips. With an arm like a lightning strike, she clenched the man's collar and threw him head first into the wall. His head made a comedic against the wall, like the sound of a coconut hitting a man's head from a rockabye bivol valve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Keep it the thing. In the script, don't know why you wrote it that way, but it's right. He did the thing. He did the thing. Oh, I did what thing? <laughs> don't mind it. Let's just keep reading. The man collapsed Ow. into a heap on the ground, and Peter winced. Oh shit! Here we go again. Karen's head seemed to dislocate as she thrashed her attention back over to him, rotating the wrong way. What did you say, young man? Her voice was sickeningly sweet. I said... Angelica was shooting optical laser beams into him, figuratively, though Peter wondered if she may be able to do it quite literally. Possibly Angelica was worried about him blowing his cover, but most likely her reaction was about his fucking language again. I said, how can I help you, Karen? That's Mrs. Crunkworth to you! She leaped over the counter, seizing him by the neck. Her three-inch long, you guessed it, hot pink talons bit into his skin. You're ungrateful, Zuma. Peter's body smashed <laughs> into a glass case behind him, covering both hero and foe in a shower of dessert debris and fountains of frosting. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw Bobby and Angelica tearing off their aprons and Cosmo cash standard issue polos. In a flash, they transformed into Iceman and Firestar! So Peter. much about keeping our identities unidentified, Peter thought. But he didn't have much time to consider it, for in his periphery he saw Angelica boil a carafe in her hands. When the coffee bubbled in a manner that would make the fiercest of witches proud, she viciously yeeted it across the room. Karen screeched in pain and clawed off into the countertop like an angry wet cat. Unfortunately, only a portion of the steaming carafe liquid had found Mrs. Crunkworth, and the rest had emptied directly onto Peter. What the fuck, Edge? Peter squealed two octaves higher, his apron's crotch had a sizzling black stain on it. Ange. Angelica. Sergio. Angelica! Sergio. 
please. Big booty bitch, please speak up. So she'll really just muted. He's dead. This be a dinner moment. Oh my god. What the hell? You didn't say dinner. No, what the hell? No. He's alive. He's alive. Oh, oh. Yes. 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 Someone <laughs> walked into my room and decided to have a conversation with me. I, okay. So we're on. Oh, whoops. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, whoops. <laughs> she launched a fireball at the aggressor who dodged it easily. Sorry, you were caught in the crossfire, dude. He sighed, pulling off his now Cosmocash flavored clothes to reveal his spidey suit. It was then that he felt a tingling. The Karen was about to start monologuing villainously. Now, you kids all deserve all this trouble. I'm a nurse, a frontline worker. I deal with the nastiest stuff every day. The least you could do is to get me a freaking coffee. It appeared as though she was going to pointedly ignore that she was a public menace at best and a murderer at worst. I'll go away if you give me my order. Patrick. Bobby. 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 Oh, Bob. Yeah, and what's that? <laughs> Bobby responded. He, too, was going to ignore any legal charges in favor of a simple, quiet morning. Well, all I need is a venti caramel crunch frappuccino with extra caramel drizzle, extra whipped cream, extra cinnamon, extra caramel crunch, seven pumps, chocolate syrup, one pump honey, heavy cream, double blended with si ice on the side. There was a collective groan from the other customers who were not yet scared of being assaulted before they could get their commute coffee. I... Bobby started. A frog I in his throat. That, and neither are they. Angelica finished for him. Karen's eyes darkened. You'll regret that, you little bitch. Her talons expanded from an already spooky three inches to a wildly horrific three Feet long. I'll have you know in my hospital, I've been exposed to the 5G virus. <laughs> God damn it. This is Peter, by the way. The 5G virus? Really? That's quite insensitive to the people who face hardships from... Karen placed one claw on Peter's mouth to silence him. The 5 Gigastasi virus. Her muscles begin to ripple and emit an unearthly Jojo <laughs> glow. No, you can't. No, you gotta leave it now. You gotta leave it now. Put it back. Control Z. Can't put your ass in there. there. Yeah, that's why he's not. Audience, he, he fixed his spelling mistake, but uh, we weren't gonna stand for that. It. Can't fix it live. Not possible. Alright, well. <laughs> Let's not be hasty here. Let's continue to talk this out. Please don't wreck my friend's face. Bobby grabbed a clear cup and valiantly began her outrageous order. Karen's claws retracted and she visibly relaxed and deflated. Finally, a wage slave with some sense about him. <laughs> 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 God damn it! <laughs> uh, thanks. Oh. She smirked sickeningly. But I have one more request. 
Yeah. Oh my fuck. Oh my god. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I can't do the words at the same time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody say something unfunny. I can't do this. <laughs> Sean Saxum. Sean Saxum. Sean Saxum. Sean Saxum. Sean Saxum. He got owned. <laughs> We are never going to continue this. I can't fucking do it. Oh my god! Yes! Bobby became. Visibly irritated at this, but his cool demeanor did not crack. I don't want one of those nasty Jesus-hating cups. The red ones. The Cosmo Cash brand. That's Happy the wrong holiday. person. Oh, no. oh Peter. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays red trademark paper cup? Why? It uh matches your eyes. Peter said, following along with Iceman's attempts to placate the Karen beast, she laughed gutturally. <laughs> I'm flattered, young insect man, truly, but it's just so lacking the spirit of Christmas. It gets rid of the most important part, family and religion. Angelica rolled her eyes. Well, the Cosmo Cash corporate wanted to make it include... Yeah, silence, witch! I don't want to hear about your woke identity politics. <laughs> she turned to the two boys. Make me a new cup. A Christmas cup. That's above oh, our, our pay, pay grade, grade ma'am. ma'am. They Sergio said can fix that in unison. In unison. Then get me the fudging manager! On cue, a robust man in a coffee and icing stained shirt waltzed from the break room, his voice lyrical and jovial because he does not have to deal with angry customers and attempted murder on an hourly basis. Hey, the manager of the lovely Cosmocast establishment. What can I do for you, Mr. Crunkworth? These, these urchins here, they refuse to give me a Christmas cup. Hmm. I'll see what I can do about that. To rectify the situation. He took a Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays trademark red cup and raised up a black Sharpie. A look of consternation crossed his face and the coffee shop remained in silent awe for a few minutes. Finally, he raised up the cup with a smug smile. He stretched out his arm to Karen. What do you think about this, miss? The Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays red trademark paper cup was adorned with a crude drawing of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and some slurry in the community. Slurry angels, they wouldn't say that. They would not say that. Absolutely not. Marion remained still for a few seconds. Then she opened her mouth, drawing in a long breath and unleashing a supersonic scream. The manager was instantly vaporized. Nothing remained of him but his clothes and the offending Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays Red Trademark Cup featuring the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and slaying the angels. <laughs> Why the crucifixion? 
Claws unsheathed again, rage hot across her face, body glistening with palpable power. Karen turned her anger onto Bobby. She shot forward like a bullet, talons outstretched for the kill. Bobby erected a pillar of ice between the two of them just in time. She crashed face first into the ice pillar, which left her scowling and snarling and clawing uselessly at Bobby. Angelica rushed at the police call button under the counter and then threw a fireball at Mrs. Crunkworth. It singed through her coat. Oh, how dare you! They heard immediate sirens from down the street coming closer. Why don't the police come that fast when I'm having a problem? Peter asked no one in particular. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up and start slugging, you idiot. Angelica threw another flaming blast, but Karen ducked down, narrowly avoiding her bub being burnt to a crisp. Peter jumped into action, clocking Karen across the face. She screamed, her vocal cords producing another supersonic blast that cut through the ceiling above, unleashing a flurry of drywall and sparking wires. He launched himself to the side, but got slashed across his arm by the angry Karen. In surprise, he accidentally produced a long cord of webbing, which looped itself around Iceman. My bad. I'd like, to, I'd like to paint the picture. I'm imagining he didn't do it from his hands, but he just like made a little fart noise and the webbing came out of his butt and hit Bobby. That wasn't where I was imagining it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you, have, uh, do you have Chum Chum Fart on the soundboard still? Uh, I believe I do somewhere. Hold on. I'm gonna, Why I'm gonna are we getting the Chum Chum Fart, I'm, dude? I'm going to take, take a guess. I'm going to take a guess. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That's the one. You that's got the it. One. Yeah, that's the reverb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that actually? Fart. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that was, that was it. it. It was just slowed down by 50%. <laughs> it's just a fucking fart. should be funny. Ah, it's like the most liquid ass sound I've ever heard. Matt, Matt, Matt. Uh huh. Yeah. That is a visceral fart. Like that is just a bloody mess of someone. Oh, no, no, which one? Oh, which one? Number one or number two? N- number. Of- Number two. Okay. Like, what is the shit one? What is the shit one? What is the normal shit one? <laughs> yes, that one sounds like bloody mess. Like, you can put that in, like, any game with, like, That's what dark. happens. That fucking Fallout 3 when you pick up the bloody mess person. <laughs> you fucking bat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to do. I need to do that. I need to make that sound replace you now. <laughs> oh. All right, Matt, please keep going. Another fireball erupted from Angelica's hand, raining more debris down onto Peter and Karen. In the confusion, Peter was able to shoot out another web, this time aimed properly at the correct target, and she was stuck fast, just like Iceman. Simultaneously, several police officers rushed into the building, holding up their handguns. Everybody, just everybody at once. One, two, three. Freeze! 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 Everyone put their hands in the air! 
That's going to be great. All of the innocent, all of the innocent patrons who up until this moment had just been silently gawking in place and recording for TikTok put their hands up and murmured amongst themselves. One officer shouted, Look, it's Spider-Man and his amazing friends. <laughs> Did I miss something? Can't we at least get name credits? Bobby whined, still struggling to speak in a human voice and Peter's sticky surprise. The blind fury in the Karen's eyes changed to a soft sweetness. Oh, officers, there's been a terrible mistake. Her voice boomed like a demon. They all lowered <laughs> their weapons at once, arms going slack, faces growing expressionless, eyes glazed. It's really the fault of these Zoomers. No one wants to work anymore. They should be arrested because the customer is always right. Instantly, their weapons pitched straight back up. Gun noses pointed at the spider crew. Kai. One. Hmm? Kai. Yes. You forgot the hyphen Spider Man in the in the in the in the page above. Oh by my the way. god! Making you tonight. Suck my dick! Suck my dick! Suck my dick! I don't care. All right. One, two, three. The customers. Right. The officers chanted, their pupils glowing a sickly hot pink. She's controlling them with her uh. 5G powers? The end of Angelica's sentence held immense hesitation and deep-seated concern and confusion. The amazing friends raised up their hands sheepishly. Being on the other end of the law was something they had no experience with. Karen Crunkworth laughed gleefully. What do you have to say for yourselves, children? Question mark, question mark, question mark. She left a few seconds of pause for thought. Well, are you that stupid? You have no words before you die? Doc! Peter yelled, launching a volley of webs across the room. The unzombified customers all slammed to the ground, but the puppet police were not so lucky. They stood there on Percumpre and... Any words but those from their mistress lost on them. They all received a sticky slop of webbing, shielding their eyes from the next blow. Hey, cop. Five-inch <laughs> diameter hail shot from Bobby's one finally unstocked hand and clobbered each of the officers in the head. I really Angelica. want the I really want no. the audio clip of Sean Saxon saying a cab <laughs> just, 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 just in my in my pri- in my private my private study. Do you yeah, want it hung up on a wall? Yeah, I want. So that was your scheme behind making this story, huh? I didn't yes. make it. It was uh, my you as in whoever made this. You, it was my you general. It was Kai. All right, I uh, did it. <clears throat> Angelica laughed. What do you have to say for yourself? Karen opened her mouth to draw in a deep breath for another supersonic beam. <laughs> but before she could make a sound, Angelica plugged up her throat with yet another Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays Red Trademark Paper Cup. Trapped. Unable to speak, the Karen began to writhe in wordless fury, twisting and contorting her body like a dying worm in her desperate attempts to escape. At that moment, one more figure entered the grisly scene. A young blonde girl approached, 
She, probably no more than 12 years old, and dressed in an ugly Christmas sweater depicting a reindeer wielding a machine gun. I want that. Mom? She called out. Mrs. Conkworth's body relaxed at the sight of her daughter, who walked forward gingerly stepping over the sleeping police and the remains of the manager. What are you doing, Mom? The girl extracted the cup from her <laughs> mother's mouth. Oh, oh, honey, I was just getting coffee and these little putrid children. Mom, do you know what the spirit of Christmas is? Of course I do, sweetie. It's giving to others. Well, that doesn't mean you need to give others a hard time. A gasp <gasps> wavered through the crowd. <gasps> but my coffee before my shift at the hospital. The daughter shook her head slowly and sadly. I made you a coffee this morning, Mom. Just how you liked it, but you ignored it. Just to raise hell in this Cosmo cash. For what? Just to feel superior because you have no sense of control in your own life? That's a deep 12-year-old. What the fuck? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then everyone clapped. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Nick's here because loud does equal funny. It really does. Nick is a stage hazard of a human being. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you are beyond compare. I've almost yeah, died many absolute... times because of you directly. When? I only tried to break your femur once. <laughs> you almost paralyze me from the Just neck once. down. Okay, once. <laughs> okay. Come on, Mom. Call into work. Let's go home. Let's spend the holidays together. She took a pair of scissors from the counter and cut her mother loose from the webbing. Stores closed. Go home. Be with your families. The girl cried out. Everyone listened to her, filing out of the, the building as fast as college students file out of a police-raided party house, leaving behind... Only the girl, her now diminished and exhausted mother, the amazing friends, and several comatose police officers. I'm very sorry for the trouble my mother has caused today. She literally <laughs> vaporized our manager. I'm not sure sorry is going to cut it. Angelica shot back hotly. Well, it's not like you don't want to vaporize him sometimes. Touché. Karen's eyes welled up with tears. Is there anything I can do to repay you? Don't ever come here ever again. Go to the government. Try to get rid of your 5G powers. Okay. She cast her eyes down in shame. It's for the greater good. Then she looked up again, sheer panic written on her face. W will you press charges? The police officers began to rouse on the floor. Go now, before I change my mind and have Peter sploosh on you. <laughs> Angelica decided. Mother and daughter ran from the Cosmocache hand in hand into the blizzard outside, leaving the spider crew to explain to the police officers why, on Earth, a whole squadron had sticky faces, splitting headaches, and no memory of the preceding events. There was an earthquake. 
Peter explained. He <laughs> rifled through the wreckage of the glass he had shattered moments before with his body. He picked out some donuts with only a few glass shards in them, tossed them into a Cosmo Cash brand Happy Holidays red trademark paper bag, and sent them on their merry way. The three amazing friends never saw the mother-daughter duo ever again. But they did hear from Karen Cronkworth once. She had messaged Angelica on Facebook about how she was feeling much better after drinking her own piss and smearing essential oils on the inside of her rectal cavity every day. Her powers were completely gone. Her nails were short, and she couldn't even raise her voice above a whisper, let alone eviscerate middle management. Karen wanted to know if Angelica would become a hashtag girl boss alongside her. She'd even send a large supply of oils for a discounted price just to make up for the incident they'd shared. Angelica blocked her. I Thank love you. that. Thank you. <laughs> I that was really Can I say good. the Iceman catchphrase? Sure. sure. It's nice to meet you. It's me, Iceman. <laughs> Alright, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. That's so good. I love that. <laughs> I thought his, you were going to say phrase... ACAB again. <laughs> no, 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 no. His catchphrase is, is <laughs> it's really icing good. time. Oh my god, stop with the Morbius. It's like Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I liked that a lot. That was, that was great. absolutely I hilarious. I was, I was very happy. I must rate god. it a 100 out of Spider-Man. 70. <laughs> 100 out of Spider-Man. You missed a That's few hyphens, um, so I'm going to dock you a few points, but I give it like a, like a 9.6. Yeah, you would dock people for hyphens. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> I'm not a big fan, Nick is a menace. How am I a menace, man? You're a menace. How you just are, are a menace. <laughs> Okay. So, that was Kyber's... <laughs> Next up on our on our list is the Jake Fick. Everyone's yes. highly anticipated yes. Jake Fick. And would I would like to say before we before I link it, those who've been around for the last two know that I'm very proud of my first two my my fan fictions that I wrote, a succulent love, and a stimulated love. I think it was called. <laughs> I think were they both love? Let me. Just, I, I, they might have both been stimulated love. love and a succulent love. Yeah, they both were. Um, Is this one also a love? No, it's not. <gasps> I think that I am more proud of this story than anything I've ever written in my life. Let's go. I have linked it in the Zencaster chat. It is called The Siege. I Jake, put it in I, impact font because I thought it would why be Why did you funny. put it in impact font? Why would you do this to me? I'm the one who's going to have to narrate it. Why are you complaining? Fine. Give me editing permission. I'm going to change I'm it. Sure everyone has editing permission. No. I'm changing it to no. Times New Roman. I appreciate that. There, no, is that better? Is it, 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 ah, no, it's not Impact anymore. <laughs> why, why is he so why mad about it? Why are you coping? Why is he so mad about it? Why are you coping? Who put, it, who put it in lobster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it in lobster. Put Do it, it. In lobster. <laughs> Who keeps changing it? All right, that's it. You guys are losing cock privileges. What? I no. like this one. This is cool. You can't take away my cock. You can't take away this man's cock. Just watch him. I don't know why you talk it with so, privileges. So, all right. 
so we have a few. Hold, all right, all right. Times New Roman. No one else can edit now. All right, so we have a few dick. characters. We have. How do you? How are you still editing it? <laughs> I took away editing privileges. <laughs> how, did that, how did that happen? Who did that? Who's doing that? Please stop. Please stop. I can't focus. No one can do the point. Please stop. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Say what you were going to say. Say what you were going to say. Please stop editing. I'm asking I'm asking politely. I we have a few characters. Honestly, I don't know. I don't I I wasn't as prepared as Kai. I didn't I didn't count how many. We have the main character Patrick. We have uh, we we have it's it's ambiguous. Uh, okay. We have a torturer. Um, we have his friend. We have uh, the boss, and we have an ally. So I'm gonna give Patrick to be. Um, let's go. I was thinking Kai had a small part last time. Kai. Okay, I'll be Patrick. You will be Patrick. Um, the torturer shall be. Can I be the torturer? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You can be the torturer. Awesome. Um, the torturer's friend, I think Nick. Yes, I agree. I I'm gonna be the <laughs> boss because I think it's really funny if I do the boss, and then, um. There, there's a character that isn't in dialogue but is in, in italics that will be Matt and then the final character will be um who can do a who, who here can do the best bear impression between between Sergio and Michael Barrett? Uh, as in uh like a bear oh a bear as in, <laughs> as in like a bear like the animal? Like yeah like a bear Oh, I could take that. <laughs> the silence is definitely. <laughs> Michael, I don't know Michael, what you want me to do. I, I'm not a bear. I don't know. Michael's definitely not a bear. Yeah, Michael's not a bear, but Mike. Okay, Nick can be the bear. You want me to make a bear sound? I don't even know what a bear sounds like. What the? <laughs> fuck? You played Skyrim. Shut the fuck up. That's like a default. Like it's like the default bear noise. Yeah. All right. Here, this is my story. The siege. So Matt. Um, Michael, you're the bear. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's the name of my character actually? So I know when to talk. Um, you'll you'll see. It's it's kind of um, it, it, I'll, I'll I'll cue you in. Sound good? Yeah. All right. I see people making edits to this. What are you <clears throat> editing? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Take his way, man. <clears throat> Once you're done clearing your throat, buddy. You gave, you gave us commenting? Why didn't you just leave it as view? <laughs> Too powerful. The Siege. No Jake's 2022 White Elephant Fick. No one can comment now. Patrick was having a very bad day. It had been almost 16 hours since he last saw the sunlight in the early mornings of Harrison, New York. 
before those <laughs> bastards took him in. But how he is... Oh, I have to, I have to reload without uh, unsafe changes. Before those bastards took him in. But now he is alone. For the first time in so, so long, the torture has stopped. He struggles, sitting tied to a chair to remember. He can't remember her face, her voice. He can't remember his job. He works at a desk, he thinks. What for? What does he do? Why do they want him? Do you want Second Kai class. to read the italics or do you want... I was going to say, you maybe. Because they're maybe. his thoughts. Maybe yeah. I should read them. Okay. Re- read them, whore. I will, re- I will reread them. What for? What does he do? Why do they want him? Seconds pass. Maybe minutes. Maybe hours. He can't tell anymore. The door slams open once again and the figure steps closer to him. But the lamp is being shone directly into his eyes, and they burn. Or at least the only open eye burns. His face is swollen, bloody, and sweaty. This is Sean. Are you going to finally admit it, you stupid piece of shit? The man's chain whips directly into his ribs. We know who you are. We know what you do. Just tell the truth, and this will be painless. He coughs out blood. A large black glob flies out of his mouth and splats onto the ground. It fizzes. That's not blood. What is that? Why did that just come out of me? It's being harder and harder to deny, you scumbag. You think you could hide from us forever? The figure behind the light spoke to him with a cocky tone. What does he know that I can't remember? Why can't I remember it? Patrick shook in the chair. Water. He thought desperately. I need water. His mouth was so dry. He had no spit left in his mouth, just blood and whatever that black glob was. What's that? You want water? The figure responded. Shit. He didn't mean to say it out loud. His delusions must have accidentally made it slip out. Water. He repeated, the whimper in his voice almost pathetic, like a puppy abandoned on the side of the road when someone comes to rescue it. Please. Are you sure that's what you need? Yeah, or is it something else? The figure held something out in front of him. It was shaped like... like a cylinder. A can. He knows those well, but he doesn't know why. He lunged forward instinctually. His body moved on its own, and he didn't even know why. Fine. Open up. The individual waterfalled the unmarked can into his mouth, and he savored it. For a moment, he spat it out. It was disgusting, so tart. It it almost tasted Like, like, coke, he muttered to himself. Abhorrent. This person was trying to fucking poison him. Why? What did he do wrong? Only he could fucking remember. The individual continued to beat him, bruise him. He was cut, sliced, burned, and... This is Nick. 
Hold on. Has he cracked yet? <laughs> I'm a fucking boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jolly. Jolly? Jolly. Jolly. <laughs> Has he cracked yet? A large, fat individual stood in the doorway. His arms were crossed, brooding while <laughs> eyeing Patrick up and down. His hat, his clothes, his beard. It couldn't, couldn't be. Santa. <laughs> mumbled. Santa Claus, the mascot of the Christmas season. He looked at the ground for a few minutes as memories soared through his mind. A mile a minute, he slowly pieced together exactly what was going on. It was them, the mascot mafia. They found him. Patrick had a secret, one that very few people knew the truth of. Patrick was a businessman, yes. He worked oh. a desk job like many of his colleagues, but he had something else. Something that gave him purpose. That gave him a reason to continue on. You see, Patrick had a love for canned, coffinated, caffeinated beverages. Coffinated? Coffinated. He mispronounces something slightly. Some in his childhood, said it was unhealthy, but he didn't listen. And when he was dared to drink that tainted can of soda, he didn't listen. Little did he know it was tainted by radioactive material. And from that day forward, he was not just Patrick. <laughs> he was Pepsi Man. <laughs> he fought oh, first my. daily. Saved tens of thousands from low blood sugar and drowsiness. And alongside his beloved girlfriend, Diet Pepsi Woman. But things are different now. She could be in danger because of him. All because he got too goddamn careless of working a late shift this Christmas Eve and got caught by the goddamn mascot mafia. Mr. Sachs. Oh, oops, I thought that was Santa Claus. What do, we, what do we do with him? The figure behind the torture asked Santa Claus. Patrick got a good look at his assailant. He was large, a hulking frame, huge hands. No, no, those were huge paws. His foreboding frame was juxtaposed by his friendly voice. Finally, it clicked in Patrick's mind. That fucking rat, Tony the fucking tiger. I knew he was part of the fucking mascot mafia. Ever since the St. Patrick's War on serial mascots in 1993 led dozens of mascots dead in the dirt. Lucky the leprechaun, the diggum frog, sugar bear, snap crackle, and pop. All dead. Even the fucking Flintstones. Flintstones. Died. Flintstones. <laughs> and they're technically cartoon characters the only few remaining survivors went underground Tony, Buzz B even Count Chocula who watched his two brothers die in his arms they all went underground to hide or they were complicit with it he realized astonished and shocked and sick 
Maybe they ratted the rest out so they could have a stranglehold on the industry. I should have fucking known. We take him to the... Oh, wait. Is that Santa Claus or me? Yeah, it's Santa Claus. I should have made it more clear. <laughs> we take him to the boss. He'll figure out what to do from there. <laughs> no! No! This can't be happening. It can't not after everything he's done for everyone. Nine years as Pepsi Man and for what? All of his work to be washed down the drain and that bastard fucking boss of theirs was going to take all of his place in the industry. If only he could break out of his restraints. If only he had... His suit. He looked around for his briefcase frantically, but to no avail. What? what, Where did they put it? They didn't keep it in the cell, which means it's probably with their boss. They dragged him out of the room, through the corridors. He didn't fight. He didn't struggle. He didn't have the energy. He can't get the children Pepsi this... Can't get the children Pepsi this Christmas. He failed. He'll never see Diet Pepsi Woman again. His parents, his dog, Wild Cherry, ever again. He thought of everyone huddling around the fireplace, waiting for him to arrive. But he never does. No Pepsi on the counter. He'll die here, surely. They'll look, but to no avail. Maybe they'll find his headless corpse at the bottom of the river, taken by none other than... Their boss. I was the man who killed your fucking progenitor. You know that. The boss said to Patrick. I crucified him in front of the world news (laughs) for everyone to see. Made sure that his mantle died forever. And yet... He turned, his body rotund, his sunglasses black. White gloves, white shoes. It was him. Cool spot, the seven up mascot. Yeah, it's cool spot, bro. You know about cool spot? That's a red dot? Yeah, he's got sunglasses yeah. and gloves and shoes. And he's cool spot. He's got a Super Nintendo game. Oh my I love God. cool spot. Like a cockroach, you survive. I'm almost impressed. His voice echoed through the chamber, bassy and dramatic. He dragged on a cigarette for a moment. Joe Camel lighting it for him. It's Camel Joe, you asshole. No, it's Joe Camel. Fuck you, I googled it. (laughs) It's Camel Joe. His name is Joe Camel. (laughs) My ass. (laughs) Google it. I'm sorry, Nick. It is, in fact, it is, in fact, Joe Camel. His name is Joe Camel, also called Old Joe. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, that's bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lay out my deal for you, boy. Cool spot. Clapped. And his two lieutenants, Santa and Tony, stepped up. In Tony's hands, a Colt M1911. <laughs> the mascot <laughs> of authentic American-made Pistols in Santa's was his briefcase. You'll join me as one of my enforcers, or you will die. Either way, choose an option and your precious fiance lives. If you fail to choose, every hour will be another hour of my men looking for her. If they find her, 
He grabbed Patrick by the hair and pulled his head to be level with Cool Spot's glasses. She dies. Am I clear? Patrick spat on Cool Spot. It was black, fizzy liquid once again. It was something he needed. More than blood. More than brains. More than anything. If he could get that briefcase, he could have it. But something still pinned that up. He still has no memories of being actually captured. How was he brought here? Was it another gap in his memory, or was it something else? No. No. He had a plan. He knew he did, but he couldn't remember what. Briefcase. Cool spot. Briefcase. Santa. Briefcase. Santa. Santa. Santa was a known member of the anti-mascots resistance for years. There's no way he could have been a double agent. Right? On Christmas Eve of all days, it didn't make sense. Unless, unless that was why. The pieces were being put together. Santa. Briefcase. Santa. Cool spot. It was time. He was ready. Patrick braced, clenched his teeth. Either he dies now, or the siege begins. Santa leaned into Patrick's ear. <laughs> it's time. He whispered jollily. He knew it. Santa wasn't capable of doing evil deeds. It would put him on the naughty list, and he would implode! Santa stood up, and before anyone could notice, bashed Tony in the back of the head with the briefcase. Tony dropped to the ground, catching himself on his hands and knees before totally falling flat. Ice him! Cool Spot yelled, and an alarm sounded. The siege has finally started. The siege to end the mascot mafia once and for all. Santa threw up a garland shield around himself and Patrick and cracked open the briefcase. Inside was a single item. A single can. Pepsi Max. He cracked it open for Patrick and looked him in the eye. Last time you drank this, you almost died. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> only thing that'll make me strong enough to stop him, Santa. Do it. Santa poured the drink into Patrick's mouth. He'd never had such concentrated power before. The most Pepsi he ever drank was a two-liter at once, and that almost gave him a sugar crash to end all sugar crashes. But this? Pepsi Max had no sugar. Sugar was added Pepsi to suppress the raw power in its bev... Pepsi Max is unrefined uranium, comparatively. One wrong move, one false step, and that's it. He dies as he drank and drank. The power returned to him. He could feel himself now. He could feel everything. Anger, hate, sadness, rage, hate. No! He had to hold it back. Those feelings would destroy him from the inside. He had to fight it. Think of other things. Think! Christmas, eggnog, his girlfriend, his family, Christmas, ham, cinnamon rolls in the morning. It was working. He felt a warmth like he could never have felt before in his life. A warmth that gave him the power to do what he needed to do. He broke the restraints off of him and stood up. He smiled at Santa and stared down Cool Spot. Henshin, 
I gave, a, I, gave a, I gave a visual reference for everybody. Uh, if you can <laughs> see you. embedded into the story, it's a visual reference. The, uh, he linked Common uh, Rider <laughs> build Rabbit Tank Henshin Transform. Yeah, he, 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 basically for those that don't know, it's just the main rider taking a red and a blue like capsule and then shaking them and then putting them into a belt. Yes. Before cranking the belt. Crank that soldier boy. He shook a can of Pepsi and Diet Pepsi in each hand before he cracked them open. Then, instead of caffeinated beverage coming out, a white flash consumed the both of them and smoke filled the room. Everyone stopped cold in their tracks, and they stared in disbelief. Okay. He was here. It was time. The smoke cleared, and there stood Pepsi Man, bottle cap shield in one hand, Pepsi spear in the other. And now... It begins. <laughs> oh. Let's Kai. get sipping. <laughs> Catchphrase. I didn't know I had this on the soundboard. Two grunts carved in with a bowie knife and cookery constructively. The mascots of threatening knives. He parried them with ease and ran them through with his Pepsi spear. Santa yelled in a panicked voice, but Pepsi Man just turned and lifted him. No need, everyone's arrived. As the last word entered his mouth, a large crash came from behind him as a wall was torn down and friendly mascots poured to the wall. Chester Cheetah, Ronald McDonald, Mr. Pringles, the Starbucks Siren, and a plethora of other mascots ran into the room and began fighting with the enemy mascots. Ronald McDonald bashed Joe Camel's brains in with an oversized Happy Meal box made of lead. Sonic the Hedgehog ran super speed circles around Super Mario, picking skin off the phone until the only thing that was left was the skeleton, clothes, and his mustache. Alright, I think it's too loud. Big boy walked up to Baby Yoda and simply pushed his soft spot in. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. so proud of that one. <laughs> 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 soft spot, Baby Yoda, in the fucking skull and kill him instantly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pushing the back. Santa <laughs> exclaimed with joy. No, look. Patrick pointed at the pile of bodies, all friendly, stood over them. Was Tony the tiger, like a feral animal? He was covered head to toe in blood, coffee, Cheeto dust, and mac sauce. Like Big Mac sauce. Beat him, Santa. Even with my powers unleashed by the Pepsi Max. <laughs> what do I do then? What do? Christmas is ruined. <laughs> Santa cried out. Tears began to form up in the corner of his eyes. He failed his children. He failed everyone. I wasn't done. I don't think we can beat him. But we can with him. Patrick pointed back to one. Lone figure, standing in the rubble of the destroyed wall. His white fur was ashy gray from the debris. His eyes glowed red with rage. <gasps> and he was ready. The Coca-Cola bear stood there, saddle on his back, ready to fight, quotation marks. Patrick looked at the bear and laughed. <laughs> Never thought I would die side by side with a Coke mascot. 
was doing the bear Michael. voice. <laughs> the bear responded in <laughs> I I could do that. He said, mounted the bear and charged into battle. The bear charged Tony head on, Pepsi man on his back and collided with him. The bodies of their comrades crushed under his feet. Sorry, friends. You'll get the proper burial soon enough. Tony grabbed the bear and they were locked. An unstoppable force versus an unmovable object. The mascot of irresistible force paradoxes. Almost poetic. He thought to himself as he took stabs at Tony with his spear, but each blow was simply glancing. Tony was just too agile. Tony picked them up and threw them at the wall as it collapsed over them. It's over. We can't win. I can't even get to the damn spot yet, yet alone through the bastard that put sugar on his cornflakes. I'm a failure. Suddenly, you could hear a voice. In his head. This is Matt. You are so wrong, my son. You are not a failure. You haven't even reached your full potential. Who's there? Patrick asked. There was no one behind him. Not anymore. Maybe Santa still was protecting them with a shield, but it was only a matter of time before he fell. You know who I am. I've been watching over you the whole time. Every struggle, every success, I've seen it all. And I'm here to help you reach your Pepsi maximum. <laughs> what the? It's you. That's right, Patrick. It's me, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The original <laughs> Pepsi man. <laughs> Tell me what I need to do, Father. I will do anything you ask. We've broken Sean Saxon with that line. <laughs> Drink this, my son. It will help you. Jesus Christ held out a grail to Patrick. It's a common misconception that I turned water into wine. What actually happened was I turned water into mango Pepsi. <laughs> Drink it. What the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't think, think of a flavor that would be really dumb. Crystal Pepsi, hello? No, <laughs> mango no, Pepsi is so much funnier. Drink of it. Yeah, that's a change color. <laughs> Drink of it, and you will become more powerful than anyone in the world. Patrick took it into his mouth and gulped it down. He became covered in a holy light as the rubble was lifted off of him and the bear. Sean, you are Tony the Tiger. What? Impossible! Tony the Tiger yelled out in terror. There's no way you could become so strong so quickly! How is this possible? I am the hope of the universe. <laughs> I am the answer to all living things that cry out for peace. I am the protector of the innocent. I am the light in the darkness. I am truth, ally to good, nightmare to you. I am the warrior you've heard of in legends, pure of heart and awakened by fury. That's what I am. I am the Super Pepsi Man! Patrick, charged with his bear, empowered by the holy light of Mango Pepsi! The empowered bear battered Tony around with ease, tearing through his impenetrable skin like it was wet paper coated with Pepsi. The bear swiped, flashed, bit, body slammed, and German suplexed the tiger until he could no longer move. 
Please, Coke, spare me, please. Tony groveled, unable to move. There was silence. And then Tony heard a low laughter. It crescendoed after a moment, and then he heard a response. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is Pepsi okay? The Pepsi spear was hurled through his chest as it went fully through and embedded itself into the wall. Tony slumped onto the ground. Dead. Thank you for everything, old friend. I must now finish this. Patrick thanked his furry companion. Go wow. <laughs> oh, I said furry companion. I figured, you know, he's the bear. Why is this a real take bear? It, take it back. Michael's the fucking animal. I don't want it. I don't want it. Guys, I gotta, I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Patrick began to walk up to Cool Spot. When he noticed. Everything we fought for is at risk of failure. I was an idiot, goddammit. Cool Spot had Santa hostage. Everything had come so far just to come tumbling down. Cool Spot, put him down. We can work this out. Patrick bargained with the circle. Fuck you, Pepsi man. Suck my dick. The circle responded <laughs> with malice in his voice. And fuck this jolly red cocksucker too. Fuck everyone. Actually, you know what? You know what? Yeah, fuck everyone. Cool spot. Press the button on his desk. And then it got quiet. Very quiet. Deadly quiet. And then an overwhelming force knocked everyone to the ground. What did you... What did you do? Patrick demanded the answer out of that stupid fucking red spot. My dear stupid boy. I used my trump card. The mascot of weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> I used all of my nuclear weapons. Patrick, well, to his knees. How could he let this happen? After everything they went through, the planning, the preparation, it was all thrown out the window. Tears welled up in his eyes. He couldn't believe it. The world, everything had been lost. When he looked up again, Cool Spot was gone. Santa stood there in disbelief. He was silent for a moment. He helped Patrick back up to his feet. Santa. 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 I, I, I see the I see the bottom of the next I see the top of the next page. I'm already afraid. <laughs> oh, I lost my boy. <laughs> Christmas spirit lives on in all of us. <laughs> no, I need. Patrick stared at his hand. I need more power. It's not enough. Where will you go? The only person who can train me <clears throat> past this state. The mascot to end all mascots. He pulled the business card out of his pocket and stared at the name. Goodbye, Santa. I'll see you again <gasps> next Christmas. God damn, I just Patrick walked out of Cool Spot's warehouse. <laughs> And walked away into the sunset. Oh my god, it's Goku! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, like a, a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, oh, yeah. <clears throat> For so, the audience, there's a picture of Goku you, on the last page. Yes. You outdid yourself. 
I think yes, yeah, this I, is every, every year. Mass the mascot mafia. Good lord. Do we <laughs> wow. do we have time for one more? Or I think we, we need to let the Saxon get on his way. Yeah, he's got something to do. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Unfortunately, thank you yeah. for joining us, Sex. Yes, thank you. Yes, this and was amazing. You. My good Sex friend, approved. Nick. Uh, yes, thank you, Nick. I hope you. Oh, had, I hope you this had was fun. Wonderful. I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed it. I, 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 I struggled with it a lot. This but I, I, I had too. no clue it was going. Yeah, I wanted it to be like from the start, like what is happening? Like like you can't tell what's going on at the beginning. You can't tell what it's a fan fiction of. So I waited three pages to introduce that he was Pepsi Man. I think it was a good was move. Good. I think it was a good move. I thought he was I Patrick Bateman. It's, it's ambiguously Patrick Bateman. There's no reason I made, it can't be Patrick I went Bateman. out of my way not to give him a last name because I thought it would be funny for people. I figured you guys would interpret it as Patrick Bateman. Nice. I'm not saying it is Patrick Bateman. But, Patrick but you're not saying it isn't. I'm not saying it isn't so what, Patrick Bateman. So what you're saying is that this is a uh, Silverman's cat, you know? Like, this is, this is Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, Schrodinger's or, Bateman. They, Schrodinger's <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> they may or may not be uh, Patrick Bateman. Well, for those of you that are listening, we, deal, we still have three more fan fictions to get through, but you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for those ones. I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays wherever you are, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. We still have a lot of a lot more to go through, and I'm after this. I'm kind of afraid of what Matt has in store because knowing <laughs> Matt, I don't know what to think of. If it's like, not sir, steamy gay sex, I'm not showing up. Uh, sir, mine, you know, I can sort of figure out. <laughs> excuse but, like, me, mine is family friendly this year. Yeah, my, mine mine's just not. has Ooh, the name. I don't the believe you. Yeah, my mine is definitely not family friendly. I will tell you that much. I think well, I'm right, gonna try see. to keep mine to the shorter yeah. side. I might pare down some of it a little bit, just uh, just so we okay. have enough time for all three next how time. But anyways, how long is yours? Uh, how, how long are the the remaining fix? I can't remember mine. Mine was somewhere in like the upper two thousands. I can't remember. Mine, it was, it mine, was three thousand. Oh, mine, okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure mine. I won't need to go anywhere after next week's episode. So, all right, we'll be able to we'll need to have time. All right, well. We'll see. Uh, that was fun. That was awesome. I guys. do love the audience this time, yeah. actually. I, because I love you guys. Oh. Yeah. Holiday you know, season. Yeah. We love holiday you. Season. Happy holidays. I love calm. Calm. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Calm. Yeah, yeah, Sean. Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. What the fuck is this? What is it? What is this country music? You should have fucked me yeah, in the episode. Yeah, Sean. You've got to be one of the coolest yeah, guys Sean. in the world. Yeah. All of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean. Wow. You guys really make my Christmas special. Have Sean. Merry Christmas, Sean. Merry Christmas, Sean. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, come.